This is the Best of the Adam Gold Show podcast, brought to you by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. Carolina Hurricanes will be taking on the Florida Panthers at FLA Live Arena. I actually don't know what to call it. Do I call it Florida Live Arena? Do I call it FLA Live Arena? Not sure. Let's find out from somebody who might know. Trip Tracy, analyst for the Carolina Hurricanes. I think I said Carolina Panthers before. That's terrible. Trip Tracy, analyst for the Carolina Hurricanes, joins us on the Adam Gold Show first. Sir, how are you feeling? Welcome back. Hey, AG. Um, I, I, I feel great. Um, I, man, that was a that was a doozy uh, of a virus or I mean, I ended up going on antibiotics, so whether it was a virus or an infection, but um, anybody out there uh, in your great uh, listening audience that's tackling anything, um, boy, it's it's in my nature to try to power through, and I I just could not do it. So very thankful to be uh, back 100%. Now you got me thinking, you know, thinking about the first time I came here in 98, I think that was the year that this building opened in Florida, and I, I believe it was originally National Car Rental Center. But I, I mean, these naming rights changes. But you got me thinking about that, trying to plug into my memory. I have no idea what it's called. I think it's FLA Live Arena. If it was Florida Live, I would probably have. It would probably be spelled out Florida. Uh, but that doesn't really matter. Oh, let's talk about uh, how things stand in your eyes through a dozen games. And I know Sunday night was disappointing, um, not uh, just kind of the way it ended because Carolina had their chances early and really didn't make the most of it. But through a dozen games, you and I haven't spoke now in about a week. Where do you think they stand for this team? Well, all important, the win-loss column, 8-3-1, and one, is very positive, uh, A.G., with that being said, and you, you never question their work ethic, um, nor, nor I don't think you ever will. It's so rare they have a dud with regards to that controllable work facet. Um, they've worked, but I don't know that I've seen, truthfully, an 8-3-1 and team that has, you could argue, more guys who aren't going. Mm-hmm than guys who are going. And I, I, you know, I always try to look at things glasses half full, half, not half empty. That's pretty impressive. I mean, because they have a lot of guys that, that just haven't, they're trying to locate their game and yeah. they're still eight for one. So, you know, that's, that's my biggest takeaway is that, you know, they, they've gotten in front of things with regards to the win loss column, but there's still so much individual and team growth required. Eight, three and one. Have not had a goal yet from Tavo Teravine, and Seth Jarvis's game has been uh, sporadic. We'll just say that. I think both Teravine and Jarvis have played better the last several games, but obviously not uh, not denting the score sheet on a regular basis matters when you're those players. Uh, yeah, it's kind of hard to believe that they are eight three and one. Some of that is a little bit schedule related, but also they've had great performances out of other key players and at this point it has been the marty natchez sebastian ajo andre svechnikov show offensively and that's been enough that that has been enough um you hope that those guys will will keep it going 
the, the three individuals that you appropriately mentioned. Um, but at some point, one would think with the way the teams will focus on them that, you know, there, there will be ebbs and flows. And, you know, you look at, you mentioned the guy, you know, like Table, like Seth. I think that it's appropriate to mention at this point, too, that Jesperi Cook and the Emmy, you know, dozen games in. Mm-hmm. You know, he's playing two guys going at a top level in the entire National Hockey League. You know, he, he needs to, I'm thinking about, oh, you and I spoke uh, in right about, it's got to be close to a year to the day mm-hmm. of a game in Vegas where he got shifted to center ice and he went on a good rip yep. for a couple of months. And, you know, I'm hoping that, that his game starts to see that progression uh, as well. You need it from everybody. Um, and, uh, you know, whether it be Tavo, Seth, Yesperi, uh, you, you, you want these guys to, to, to start to really be a part of it. How about Jesper Faust just starts kicking the puck in the net as opposed to trying to use his stick? He Like if he, was, if he could just use his feet, he might have five goals. But because he insists on using his stick, he has one. It, it, it's remarkable. <laughs> like I looked at a couple of goals last night around the league that I thought were less of a kicking motion, not to you know get off on a tangent right. than the that was the game winner in Vancouver. This teaches me. I mean, it's it, it's it's more of an opinion, not a rule. But when I was looking at, uh, I, I tried to really add the analytics portion, you know, to because it doesn't come to me naturally uh, to the way that I approach and analyze the game. What Jesper Foss, Jordan Stahl, and Jordan Martinuk, you have consistently mentioned what an impactful player Martinuk has been. been great, man. Uh, it's a, it is remarkable when I look at the advanced statistics how darn good they've been defensively. Yep. And they've started to perhaps you know get something going offensively. You don't really have a, a puck handler on that line. I mean, I think down the road, A.G., and, you know, down the road. I mean, when you get a guy like Pacioretty back, I mean, personally for me, I'd plug him in probably with Ajo and Jarvis and then move Tara Vinen into that left spot with Saul and uh, and Foss. And that intrigues me because he's, you know, very good defensively, or at least he should be, and, and his ability to handle the puck. That's just big picture type stuff. Um, but that'll be interesting tonight without last change on the road against a, a coach we know very, very well in Paul Maurice. Uh, you know, will you fight to have that stall line against Barkov uh, without last change, you know, in, in trying to respond and win a game after Toronto? All right, I'll, we'll get to the Florida Panthers and w- what they are now with Paul Maurice as the head coach in a second. Uh, I am, I'm, I'm going to assume we are going to see Jack Drury make his season debut tonight. I can't imagine they called him up just to watch. Uh, and I know they said yeah, I, they wanted a forward on the ice. They wanted an extra forward because you're on the road trip and you got three of the next four uh, on the road, but they didn't bring an extra forward with them on the Western Canada trip. So uh, that seemed to be more of a problem than anything else. Uh, but uh, what do you anticipate out of Jack? Well, what I anticipate out of Jack is, you know, here's a very self-confident player that uh, has, you know, he hasn't had rip-roaring numbers in the American Hockey League so far this season. Right. But, you know, last year did everything you could possibly ask. You and I have talked about that before. Scoring in his two NHL games, um, being a big part of a Calder Cup championship. 
you know, and I'm sure he was very disappointed to be sent down at the end of the, the preseason. And here's his opportunity because, you know, it certainly looks like he's going to play with uh, Stefan and Mason. Yep. And, you know, to, to make a statement, to make a statement, I am not going back to the American Hockey League again. Uh, and that opportunity, in my view, there's no question it's there. Um, you know, I would expect Stastny, you know, will, will, will be out and then get a chance probably as soon as tomorrow night to, to come back in and respond. Uh, but what Jack can provide from a team standpoint, AG, is Rod Brindamore wanting to play with more pace. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, that's playing fast. It's so important for any team. But I think there's another level to get to for the Hurricanes from that standpoint. And this is up to Jack now to, you know, to say, all right, you never know when it's going to happen for a young player. Uh, that spends time in the American Hockey League that you have such lofty long-term expectations for. But he has a re- – if he just grabs the moment, uh, I, you know, this I, – I, and, and does what you hope he will do, provides pace, has his confidence that he doesn't go back to the American Hockey League yet. His play will dictate that. I think we've talked about it, you and I, before, the Stanley Cup year. It was about a month later than this. Uh, a winger, not a center, but uh, Chad LaRose came mm-hmm. up at a crucial time, provided that youthful energy, and that was a big turning point for the Hurricanes in that in that regular season that eventually led to the Stanley Cup. The one other thing that it does do, Adam, is that I think it, 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 it serves notice that there is going to be some major competition down the middle of the ice. <laughs> and, and, and Rod Brindamore didn't wait around. A lot, of, a lot of credit to Don Waddell that you make this move you know, I don't want to put too much into it, but I, I do think it's, it's, it's a real credit to the Hurricanes that they're saying, okay, we're 8-3-1, and one, but, you know, we, we want to be better. We expect yep. to be better. We're not going to wait around and lose a couple of games before we do something about this. Years ago, I don't, I don't think that this would have happened. It would have, it would have been maybe more of a passive attitude. So I give the team a lot of credit. And I mentioned Kokaniemi. I mean, I think it's a big game for him. It's a, it's a big stretch of games coming up because if Drury plays well, that's a big if. But now you you get Drury, you get Stastny, you get Kokaniemi. I mean, who who are going to be the guys that uh, that complement your centers in, in Ajo and Stahl? I'm with you. I love Jack Drury. He had two games last year and was one of the best players on the ice in both of them. Granted, it wasn't against, you know, they weren't playing the 2001 Red Wings <laughs> or the, uh, the 2001 Avalanche, but they were, he was excellent in those two games. Uh, and yeah, he wa- he didn't earn, he didn't demand the spot in the preseason. So, but I am interested in seeing him tonight. All right, real, uh, real quick, Peter, Piotr Kachetkov comes up. Do we know anything about Frederick Anderson? And how long this is going to be uh, an issue? Anderson left practice yesterday, midway through. Uh, Kachetkov will back up tonight. Uh, what do we know about Freddie? I at this point, AG, because I, I was in the locker room, came out late, and, and Rod's availability this morning, um, it, it, it didn't come up, and so uh, I, I know you'll be talking to Rod before the game, and yeah. I'll, I, I will. So for uh, our television pregame show, what I and to get a, a, a tangible update, what I can tell you is that I was standing at that end in practice yesterday, and 
you know, it didn't, for my naked eyes, it, it did not look like anything significant happened. He just, he skated off and, um, and then, you know, he was, I obviously noticed he wasn't on the plane. Kochetkov comes mm-hmm. in from Chicago. Would that tell me that I don't think it's anything significant? Yeah, but that's pure speculation. Watching practice pretty darn closely and Freddie being right in front of me, I I didn't see anything that made me say, "Uh uh-oh. But uh, as I know you will, you'll be talking a lot about it, and I certainly will be asking about it in in my pregame interview as well. I'll talk to you tomorrow, sir, when you're you're here, uh, back at PNC Arena against the Edmonton Oilers. Adam Golden Studio with my man, Coach Pete Deruta, Capital Financial Advisory Group. Financial advice industry can be overwhelming for a lot of people. Is there a way to be sure you're getting the best service when you don't know? Yeah, Adam, it's not just if you gave the money to a planning team and they did good the first year. I mean, anyone can do good for one year, but it's a track record and it's a long-term accounts that are very important. We call that a financial fill-up strategy, Adam, and that gives you lifetime income you can never outlive. We'll put together for you, the listener, your very own total retirement plan if you call right now. Call and claim your comprehensive review with Coach Pete and the team, 888-843-0013, or text ADAM to 600-700. Adam Gold is a paid spokesman. Investment advisory services offered by Capital Financial Advisory Group, a North Carolina registered investment advisor. It sounds good, AG. When we chatted offline this morning, you were getting ready to dig in on the bike. Was that a good session? Oh, it was a great set. It was a great, uh, it was a great bike. <laughs> yes, I did very well. By the way, uh, at Dig In Trip, but uh, go check it out. Go get, uh, go listen to the podcast. Go buy the merch. I went to the gym. I was wearing my uh, my uh, Aho sweatshirt. Games for sale if you're willing to pay the price. And and I saw our old friend. <laughs> Eric Stahl this morning playing game 1300, a former big end guest. Just makes me reflect uh, about all of, you know, AG, you were, you were, you were around uh, significantly before Eric Stahl. You've been around the whole time. It's just, it makes you uh, get nostalgic. And <laughs> what am I, it's cool too. I know we got to roll, but yeah. it, this is the building that he played in his first NHL game that he plays in game 1300. 1300 for Stahl. Mark has over a thousand. St- Jordan just went uh, over eleven hundred. Wow, <laughs> They're, it's like almost the first family of hockey at this point. Uh, no all right, Trip, we'll be listening and watching you tonight. I appreciate your time, man. Sounds good, AG. I'll see you tomorrow. You got it, Trip Tracy, uh, here on the Adam Gold Show. That is true, by the way. Uh, game number thirteen hundred for Eric Stahl tonight. He, uh, I will say this unequivocally, a future. Hurricanes Hall of Famer. You know, the Hurricanes announced that they will have a Hall of Fame. He is not eligible yet because he's still playing. A future Hurricanes Hall of Famer holds every record there is to hold in terms of scoring for the Hurricanes. So uh, he's playing. Mark Stahl's in. Jordan Stahl's in. Wow. Yep, that's right. About uh, about 3,500 games played combined, almost. Not quite at 3,500, but that's a lot combined. I chose William Peace University because of the small class sizes. I feel that you get more one-on-one time with teachers. With class sizes like about 16 per teacher, you can really get that one-on-one help a lot of students need. A 12 to 1 student to faculty ratio is just one of the many reasons students choose William Peace University. Extra attention starts day one for career planning with their Career Services Center. Find out all they have to offer at peace.edu.